Welcome to the Sovereign Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arzu Babri. In this community, we embark on a journey towards self-discovery in order to reclaim our sovereignty and live a life rich in connection, meaning, and purpose. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you're all doing well and staying grounded. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share a little bit about myself with all of you to help paint a picture of where some of my inspiration for the various topics that we cover stems from, because it's very much relevant to today's topic in particular. Now, I'm sure most of you have maybe guessed by this point that I tend to have a natural curiosity about the meaning and purpose behind nearly everything. And I've been like this my entire life because I find that it's easier for me to understand something when I have a general idea of the function or meaning behind it. Now, this became a bit of a problem for me when I first started university because whenever the required readings for a particular class started in the middle of the book, I felt the need to start from the beginning because I would always wonder how I was supposed to understand chapter seven if I hadn't read chapters one to six uh, beforehand. So, and for those of you who've been to university, you can see how this was a recipe for disaster because of all the added stress that I was creating for myself. And this was way before I learned that there was an actual art to studying and that you needed to study smart and not always hard. And to give you an idea of the importance of the full picture for me, many years ago, I decided that I wanted to learn how to drive a standard car and I could not get a good handle on it until I had a friend who was a mechanic explain to me what was going on inside the engine when I was driving. And once he told me what the clutch was doing and how the rest of the engine was functioning, it was a piece of cake because I understood the mechanics behind my actions. And I apply the same mentality with every one of my patient cases because I try to gather as much detail as I can to piece together their unique story. And because my background is in biochemistry, I investigate the pathways of the body and how everything is communicating with one another. And on that same note, whenever I notice a repeated theme in my surroundings, I get a strong sense that it's coming to the surface for a reason. And the reason sometimes transforms into an episode that I share with all of you. So the theme that has been repeatedly coming up in the most recent past is one of a lack of connection with life. And I did touch base on a similar idea in episode 27 titled the rise of indifference. But it almost seems like some people are feeling very stuck in a version of reality that perpetuates feelings of hopelessness, lack of motivation, or inspiration for change. So I thought, why not dig a little bit deeper and discuss some of the ways our world has changed and how that has created a society that seems to be plagued with this collective feeling of numbness. And as I started to focus on this topic, a statement that kept coming to mind was one that I'm sure most of you have either heard or have made yourselves at some point in your life. And that is, it's just this generation. Now there seems to be this theme of blame where the previous generations blame newer generations for their, the world's problems and new generations blame previous generations for their current issues. And it goes round and around in the cycle of blaming and shaming without much reflection on the root of the problem. 
Now, something that we need to understand is that we didn't get to this current world state overnight. And in fact, it was an amalgamation of events, circumstances, and decisions that brought us collectively to this very point in time. Now, many of you may be familiar with the saying that if a plant isn't thriving, you aren't going to punish the plant, but instead you're going to look at the environment in which it's growing. And the issue with the younger generation of the world today is that they are growing up in a very sick environment with tons of misinformation and confusion. So what I would like to do for this next portion of today's episode is cover five socially accepted views and standards of living that may be adding to this mass state of numbness or a sense of disconnection that a lot of people feel not only with their lives, but also with their sense of purpose. And as always, these are not created to blame, shame, or judge anyone. They are simply tools for your personal journey and should only serve as puzzle pieces as you begin to map out your unique story. So with that, the first point that I want to cover is our societal deficit in terms of lack of understanding of what various drugs do to the body. Now, if you were to look up the word drug, a standard definition is that it's a medicine or other substance which has a physiological effect when ingested or otherwise introduced into the body. Nowhere does it say that it has a therapeutic effect on the body. It just says a physiological effect. And if we look at the grand scheme of things, drugs are relatively new. And something that is quite seriously lacking is education around the mechanism of action of these prescribed substances. Now, what I have always done from my first year of practice is explain to my patients what is going on inside their bodies and the purpose behind each intervention in terms of what we are trying to support within the body by implementing various therapeutic modalities. And why I think this is important is because when someone has all the information laid out for them in a manner that is comprehensible, they can then make an informed decision based on what fits their personal values and lifestyle best. But what shocks me over and over again is the lack of education around nearly all prescribed substances where people actually have no idea what they are ingesting and what it's doing to their body. So if you do your own research, you will find majority of drugs are a synthetic form of a natural substance within the body. And once they are introduced into the body, they in turn shut down the function of the organ that was originally producing that substance. So just to give you guys a few examples, Synthroid, otherwise known as levothyroxine, is a synthetic form of the body's natural thyroid hormone, which subsequently shuts off the function of the thyroid gland. Oral contraceptives are often combinations of synthetic estrogen or progesterone that shut off the function of the ovaries. Proton pump inhibitors block the production of acid within the stomach. SSRIs, as we mentioned in last week's episode, block the uptake of neurotransmitters. Acetaminophen, otherwise known as Tylenol, is believed to inhibit the cyclooxygenase pathways to help with pain. Hydrochlorothiazide, which is an antihypertensive medication, inhibits sodium chloride transport so that more sodium and fluid are excreted to help with blood pressure. So you can see a repeated theme of blocking or shutting down within each class of drug. But something that we need to keep in mind is that the body works synergistically. And when you shut down one thing, it impacts nearly every other organ within the body, which is a very complex story. And if I keep going 
with this point. It, this is going to become an entire physiology lecture, so I will leave it at that. But the main point that I want to make is that when you shut off the function of a certain organ, we in turn create an initial layer of disconnection within the body. And something that is very interesting is that there are a few papers showing that women on hormonal birth control have found that coming off the pill in some cases made them less attracted to their partners and also decreased their level of sexual satisfaction as well. And also historically, women have been attracted to the scent of men who are genetically different from them because genetic variability is a primitive instinct for survival. But women on the pill have been shown to be attracted to the scent of men who are more genetically similar to them. And there is so much power and beauty in the cyclical nature of being a woman that is being synthetically altered these days, which creates a sense of disconnection from the body and in particular a sense of intuition. Now, just as a reminder, I am not at all trying to make drugs sound bad. I want you all to know that if something is working for you, and it falls in line with your beliefs and lifestyle, then absolutely do what is best for you. But I also want to provide those of you who have felt a sense of disconnection from your body that you can't seem to explain an understanding of what is going on within your body to help you to piece together your own healing story. And for those of you who are wondering, well, what other options do we have when it comes to therapeutic effects in terms of certain conditions, this is where the beauty of root cause medicine and individualized care comes in because through various interventions, we're always looking at how to support the body for it to function optimally. The second point that I want to cover in terms of societal deficits that lead to a state of collective numbness is a lack of wonder. And I don't know how far back you all can trace this particular uh, point, but every single one of us come into this world with a great sense of wonder and discovery. We have an innately pure soul that is genuinely curious about the world and the mysteries within the world. And we also have a very keen sense of creativity where we can imagine unlimited scenarios and stories within our mind. And our sense of achievement is also limitless. Because at a young age, we truly believe that what we imagine is very much possible. But as we grow up and our personalities begin to take shape, we're influenced by those around us and their comments and behavior begins to impact our overall sense of self and the world. So we shape shift to fit in and we begin to give up on our dreams because the world seems challenging and our dreams may seem unrealistic. And something that is impacting the newer generation in particular is that they are not only influenced by their immediate surroundings, but due to the ease of access to the internet, they're influenced by the entire world. So there is this sense of information overload. And I know that this next statement might seem antiquated to some, but there is no better example than the younger generation of our world to show the significance of the saying that there is a time for everything. And that allowing the children and adolescents to develop psychologically and emotionally is a significant first step for them to then be able to digest the information that they are constantly being exposed to. Because if you jump into the world and are exposed to all the tragedies and setbacks without the adequate skill set to process the information, you risk completely shutting down and going numb just so you don't have to feel anything at all anymore. And it's not just the younger generation. This feeling of numbness has plagued most people in our world 
And as a result, they have accepted a robotic lifestyle where they, there's the sense of push, push, push to get things done without much consideration behind the meaning or intentions of their actions. And an example of this would be, let's say you travel to one of the most beautiful places in the world. And instead of enjoying the experience for yourself, you may feel like you're caught up trying to capture the moment to show everyone else later on. And it's almost like people are too afraid to rely on their imagination because if you were to travel somewhere beautiful and truly take in the experience, that becomes a part of you forever. And you may not even feel the need to rush through the process or capture the moment to prove to others that you achieved something. And another reason why people are continually pushing through life is because they were told to not be so picky and to just choose a job that made money. So in these scenarios, you end up disconnected from the pursuit of your purpose because you may feel disconnected from your career and all you can focus on is working to save up for the next escape or the next adventure because you can't stand your day-to-day routine. And something else that contributes to this point is that previous generations were so caught up with the idea of working to provide a quote-unquote better life for their families that their kids were left to be raised by televisions or social media and so The parents are pushing forward to give their kids a life that they never had because these days most families require two incomes to achieve their goals in life and in turn they end up missing out on living a life that is true to themselves and the kids begin to feel disconnected from their parents because they can't understand their parents sacrifice at that age. All they see is the reality of an absent parent. So to wrap up this point, when you lose your sense of wonder, you also become closed-minded and can't imagine better for yourself. Because instead of being curious about what life has to offer, you instead are saying that this is it. And you better get used to the idea, which creates a larger sense of disconnection from your internal guidance system. And you end up caught up in this routine that seems very monotonous. The third point that I wanted to cover with all of you today is our societal deficit in terms of trust. Now, there are a few factors that are contributing to our collective lack of trust, and one is that most people feel like they are starting life with a huge disadvantage due to either student loans, cost of living, and general mistrust of the state of the world. So what happens in most cases is that people end up thinking, what's the point in even trying? And something else that has exaggerated this point is that it seems as though everyone is being given a participation ribbon for just showing up to life with minimal effort, which begins to minimize the accomplishments and credentials that others have worked so hard to achieve. Because nowadays, some people believe that reading a blog post on Google makes them qualified to make bold declarations about various topics. So What this does is it creates a lot of contradictory information resulting in lies being accepted as the truth and the truth being labeled as a lie because nearly everyone has the ability to produce information that can reach a very large audience. And so if there is any misinformation or misguidance within the content that is being shared, it begins to muddy the actual facts and people can no longer distinguish between what is fact and what is fiction. And the end result that... All of this creates is a general mistrust of all of the information that is being shared. And the other thing that adds to this point further is that there are so many scam accounts that have taken advantage of people financially, emotionally, and psychologically that most people are very hesitant to entertain any new encounter 
which is completely understandable. The fourth point is a lack of structure. Now, the importance of structure during childhood in particular is that it creates a safety net for a healthy development of our sense of identity. And this is only possible if the parents that are creating the, these healthy structures themselves have an understanding of their own personal identity. Because if the parents are themselves confused about who they are and what they believe in, it can begin to serve as a recipe for disaster. And if all of you were to reflect back onto your childhood, I'm sure that most of you would agree that a lack of structure within the family unit translated into a potentially chaotic upbringing. And we see this most often with children growing up in multiple households where their biological parents um, were not physically living together and one or both parents may have had multiple partners, which consciously or subconsciously began to create a lot of chaos and lack of stability for that child because the child is being constantly exposed to change and unpredictability within their environment, which resulted in a lack of safety and security within their own home especially if there were any messy breakups or elements of abuse. And so this lack of structure in childhood translates into a fear around safety, belonging, relationships, and survival in adult life. And on the flip side of that, because it can show up in so-called quote-unquote healthy family dynamics as well, because I had someone share with me once that a friend of theirs had grown up in a very wealthy family where the children were allowed to do absolutely whatever they wanted. And years later, her friend said to her that she believed that it was the lack of structure in her childhood that resulted in her needing therapy her entire life. And if we look around the world today, there is a, there's very little structure within the smaller family units let alone the bigger societal picture as well. There isn't a cohesive goal that people are working towards because most people have bought into this idea that you only live once, which creates a race to the finish line without consideration of how our actions are impacting the world and future generations. And for those of you who are very environmentally aware and sensitive and have an awareness of the suffering that takes place across the world, it may seem like you're almost fighting an uphill battle. The fifth point that I wanted to cover with you guys today is a lack of self-awareness, which as you guys know, is the whole reason I started this entire podcast, because I have noticed over and over that people are born into a very traumatic world without adequate coping skills. And I say this confidently because one of my favorite questions during an intake with new patients is asking them about their most significant life stressors and their healthy coping mechanisms. And it shocks me to hear the things that some people have endured and how they are still trying to show up and do their absolute best in life, but may be struggling because there is this general lack of understanding of how to exist and allow ourselves to heal following certain setbacks that we endure in life. So one of the biggest contributing factors to our collective state of numbness is unhealed trauma, which blocks us from discovering who we truly are. Because as we reject the experiences that have shaped who we actually are, in turn, we are rejecting a part of ourselves and creating this internal sense of disconnection. 
And in order to not feel the pain of certain traumatic experiences, people shut down emotionally and then mentally, and then their bodies begin to shut down as well. And that can show up in a variety of ways, including sleep disturbances, irritability, burnout, inability to handle new stressors, headaches, joint pain, reproductive issues, and many, many more. And what we see happening most often as a result of unaddressed pain is that when you shut off your emotions, you also disconnect from the things that are meaningful as well. And most people end up settling into the wrong relationships or careers out of fear. And they convince themselves that they are doing the right thing, but deep down at a soul level, they will always feel like something is off or missing. And I know I keep coming back to this point on self-awareness because in my point of view, it's so important that I feel it's finally time that we do a deep dive on this topic as a standalone topic, because all of the episodes that we have covered so far have laid a pretty strong foundation for a discussion on the self-discovery journey. And I feel like it may be a topic we will revisit over and over as we build on more concepts over time. So stay tuned because our next topic of discussion will be exactly that. Also, I wanted to offer you guys something as well. So for those of you who resonated with the idea of connecting to your body, I do have a 45 minute course on the various phases of the female menstrual cycle that goes into what is happening physiologically and energetically within each phase alongside what you can do to support each of those phases of your cycle in order to connect more to your body. So just for the listeners today, I'm going to leave a discount code for you in the show notes that you can use to purchase the course online. And I would love to hear from you guys as well, because I know there are a few of you that reach out personally, which I always appreciate so much. But for those of you whom I haven't spoken to directly, if today's topic resonated with you, feel free to leave a review for me and just let me know your overall thoughts on the topics that I've been sharing with all of you so far. And as always, feel free to share this with your family and friends, whoever you think may resonate from it, and I will connect with you guys in a future episode. So until then, I wish you guys a beautiful rest of your week.